0: And three hundred and sixty-five day returns.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the World Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host Scott Tilford, joined by Josh Brown. Hello, and Ash
2: Milman. Oh, hello.
1: Do you do do you guys? Do you guys like the Xbox? Yes. Good. Synergy. (laughs) The only two people in the office with Xboxes, apart from, I think, Rach has one. It's such a seldom-seen system, apart from the fact that we tend to gather every now and then and talk about stuff. Whoa,
3: whoa, whoa. Here's the thing. I love my Xbox. Do you? That's not to say it's not carrying a load of dust back in my
1: (laughs) life. I can't remember the last time I booted the Xbox up. Right. I think it's strange whenever I come across someone who only played, for the longest time, I think you only played Xbox. Yeah. And you eventually got a PS4. uh, Xbox
2: 360 and then Xbox One was all I had until Mm -hmm. last year when I got my PS4, and I'm slowly working through the exclusives now. Now, which means it is gathering dust, but I tend to use my Xbox as like an entertainment system. Mm-hmm. So like it has all like my Netflix accounts, it has Shudder on there, it has uh, the got Amazon stuff. Yeah, I got my pins. <laughs> it's just it's it's a nice time. But Sky, so we use it for all my TV stuff, and you can play Blu-rays in it. And then the PlayStation is for the actual gaming at the moment. See, like. okay, so
1: that's the thing. Um, so the reason we're going to do a podcast is basically I wanted to dissect where the Xbox brand has been for the last generation and where it seems like they're going, because um, there's some great stuff for the future in terms of what they seem to be planning for the next generation, um, but also where are you guys just in general on Xbox? Because that kind of... Your, your example there kind of tells me all that you know. Because it's yeah. the same way. Like, I have an Xbox too, but I never just sit and play it. It's no. the... You know, it, I only go to it for like the exclusives every two years. I
2: tell you what, a really good thing about Xbox, what I used it for mainly and mm. still use it for now, is when I do get a game that's released on both um, platforms, I will get it on Xbox because of the Xbox sharing system, where Ooh. you can buy them online and then share it with another person. So, like, um, I can share it with my dad or with someone okay. else. Yeah. And then we, but And then we can either... Pay half of the game each, like pay the money half, then we both have a full thing on our system mm-hmm. or um, he'll buy one and I'll buy one and then you can just share a game so it's a really good way of saving money on mm-hmm. games because of that sharing system I don't know if PlayStation has the same thing if it does then my point is completely <laughs> well they do have share
1: play but I don't think they have anything in terms of like the dual ownership thing yeah it's mainly just like yeah I don't know if you're on the same system but you get yeah. wrong
3: for it I think on, on they a, don't like it. PlayStation mm. they don't really like you doing that yeah
1: so I've, I've kind of split these notes up into three phases so we're going to talk about the mistakes that Xbox made this generation because mm-hmm. there's some big ones and then we're some stuff that went well because there are some things that went well yes. um, and then we're going to talk about the future so uh, if you go back to the original like launch of the Xbox everyone remembers the Don Matrick the horrific tire fire that was the release thing where you know they were trying to get across the idea of like digital rights management and the mm. idea that you buy one game once and you'll share it and whatever and then um, you know the idea of like uh, constantly connected internet connections and how does that affect the system and then that like quote where someone asked Don Matrick like, well what if someone doesn't have internet connections He's like "Well, will just go buy a 360 and it was like <laughs> that was the quote that like was heard around the world thanks Don (laughs) just sort of like I kind of think that the PlayStation got so far ahead because the launch was so much like mishandled on the Xbox side well this
3: is it I remember when because Sony obviously announced their console first and Mm -hmm. I remember their big press conference and I was Mm -hmm. was watching it and I had a 360 at the time a Mm -hmm. champion and uh, Microsoft and stuff Mm -hmm. and I watched that PlayStation 4 unveiling and I thought well this is good it's exciting but there's nothing here really pushing the boundaries and I was was just thinking well when Microsoft come around they'll have something really special Mm -hmm. because that was they set up Sony set a bar that could easily be surpassed in my Mm -hmm. eyes and then they came around like (laughs) they sort of tanked it i think the ps4 at launch i think it's gotten much better now but the features they had in place Mm. were could have been easily beaten if the hubris didn't get to microsoft
2: (laughs) yeah that's the thing i agree i think xbox Mm -hmm. one should have very easily blown from the point it was at with xbox 360 it should have blown ps4 out of the water but Mm -hmm. then they've absolutely Dominated yeah. the market. I would think
1: it's strange because like they tend to they tend to go like back and forward across each generation. Mm. Like you know at one point the PS2 is on top of the world and then all of a sudden the PS3 is and nah, not very good mm. and then the rise of Xbox. And then that flips over again. Sony takes back over. So like history would dictate that in the next generation it's going to be Xbox and they'll come back again. And for some, whatever reason Sony will sort of put a foot wrong again. Because um, I wonder how much like greed gets in the way. Like there was yeah. that whole thing on the PS3 side where they were like um, it was like eight hundred dollars or something to get the first launch PS3. And Oof. their comments at the time were well you'll just get another. The job to pay for it. <laughs> oh my god. No, like <laughs> what kind of approach to well, uh, selling something is that I think Sony have come a long way as a company
3: and they've sort mm. of realized, I mean, I can't remember who it was, but they did an interview um recently um about the mistakes of the PlayStation 3 and how they right. didn't want to um, repeat those and they acknowledge stuff like the price, and obviously they did that at launch, but they seem very set in not wanting to get back into that position where yeah. they have this fall from grace. I don't I think Microsoft is still primed in what they're planning now to maybe take over for the next generation, mm-hmm. but I don't I think it's gonna be a far closer the race than it was mm. over the past five yeah, years.
1: Totally. Yeah, um, so a, a few of the things I've got written down here is like the cancellation of Scalebound. That was a pretty big deal. I think a lot Aww. of people associate Scalebound with that series, with the, the console. That
2: was like their saving grace mm. thing. That was they're going to be their exclusive. Like Gears of War and Halo is all well and good, but it's not Scalebound.
1: Well, that, that brings me on to my next point. In this case, Halo and Gears weren't all that good. Like yeah. I like Gears 4, it's completely solid, it's fine, but like JD Phoenix, it ain't no Marcus Phoenix, and yeah. like nope. Halo 5 had this, like the same boss battle four times, and it was just a bit meh. <laughs> and so even they had like you know these things that used to sell xbox 360s and got mm. people invested in the first xbox just didn't carry it through like
2: just, you i know. guess like audiences grow up a bit as well like because mm. like, you have all these games when you're growing up on that system and stuff like there isn't really i don't know you're gonna absolutely blow me away with a good example now but go on there isn't lots of franchises you can think of that you that like last that well from childhood to definitely cry five no na- oh, okay have cry five yeah yep.
3: Doesn't count, Scott. That took ten years off. That took, <laughs> it took eleven years, to off. years yeah, off. Yeah, true. But no, you
2: know what I mean. Like, there yeah. isn't something that's continually busting out the good stuff. So if mm-hmm. they're trying to like, it's like film franchises when they squeeze them out to the very end, and it's like, you know, that's not going to do anything. It's like let Gears go, let Halo come, oh, yeah, totally. come back, and do it when it's good again. That's, but, we'll,
1: we'll get to this stuff uh, later, but like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, Microsoft's first-party studios are named mm-hmm. after things from those franchises. Yeah. Like, Three Four Three Industries named after Three Four Three. Guilty Spark and the Coalition is from Gears. The Coalition voted government. Yeah. So it kind of boxes them in. It's like mm-hmm. we are Xbox. These of our franchises and they've already announced like Gears 5 and Gears Tactics or whatever you call that tactics based game yeah. they're still going forward with these franchises again um, that's it's it. like I they think, need more well, when it comes to Microsoft's more. exclusives this generation it's been about
3: continuing established brands whereas mm. obviously Sony have had a lot of IPs that started on the PlayStation 3 that have carried over but they've either returned to end or they've restarted again mm. like God of War and Uncharted are both sort of synonymous with the PlayStation mm. 3 but Uncharted finished on the PlayStation 4 and God of War had this rebirth where it was completely yeah different whereas Gears 4 is just it's (laughs) it's, it's an attempt at a a rebirth in a way but it's very much a continuation of what came Mm. before it's very much the same kind of game whereas PlayStation have either either brought old IPs back in a way to reinvent the wheel mm-hmm. or introduce brand new ones and relied on those like Horizon or Detroit or Bloodborne
1: and then yeah, and even like going forward like Sony has like goes to Tsushima and Days Gone like you know in Death Stranding like they have yeah. these potential like massive like single well not single player but like well they will be but like you know independent first party franchises that they can hold up and be like cool we have our own body of titles now in a way that Nintendo does um, I've got Sea of Thieves down here as well because that was meant to be a big old deal <laughs> yeah, and, well, and it tried. just it they did tried. try it's a really good first 20 minutes and then it's just <laughs> just not after. That. That. I don't know if you get, did you guys play Save of Thieves? No. Did anybody at no. all? No. I, I actually I,
2: I think I told you about my friend playing it and being mm. absolutely obsessed with it what, on the, the beta, and then being like, Oh my god, you gotta play, you gotta play, you gotta get it. <laughs> I missed the beta, and then it was like 60 quid, and I heard every single review absolutely panning it, and then it has to go <laughs> game yeah. pass. This is this is it,
3: right? What guys. is it? I'm really riled up at the moment because I bought an <laughs> Xbox three uh, Xbox One specifically for Rise of the Tomb Raider, because that was originally like, okay, wow, yeah, that boxing. Yeah. And that eventually came to PlayStation 4, but mm. I had things to look for. I had Crackdown 3, which I was so, so hyped for. I had Halo 5. I had Gears 4. Who are you? I was so excited for all of these games. And he's the thing. I think Uh I might have bought one or two when they yeah. actually came to when push came to shove, I bought um *Gears 4*. I played mm. *Halo 5*, but I only bought *Gears 4*. I didn't buy *Sea of Thieves*. I didn't buy *Crackdown 3* right. because they just seemed to either disappoint or not be worth me mm. booting up and dusting off the Xbox mm. to mm. actually invest in them. Totally. I had
2: like this big like, hype around them, like my one friend getting sucked into all this, but then like the, <laughs> the fizzle was so real. Like the mm. like they had that they had all of the markers of the good things that came from 360, and then absolutely just like <laughs> <laughs> it just
1: didn't. I don't know, like the momentum. That was there for the 360. Like, people love the 360, whether it's the Blades dashboard or, like, the idea that you could get your, you can put like MSN into it and keep in touch with your yeah, friends. And it's it just. Bright. Yeah, they had, like, this, like, really great brand feel. People like, people love to be part of that Xbox family, the hell you want to call it, on a branding sense. And they just didn't carry it forward. It was like mm. the launch was a bit naff and all the exclusives were a bit naff. And then, yeah, even something like being able to deliver in the end, like, Crackdown 3, like, that just didn't get there. Like, there's stuff like Ori in the Blind Forest and Cuphead and Sunset Overdrive that are, like, solid. I mean, Ori's, like, phenomenal and Cuphead's yeah, great. Yeah. But they they Not big system sellers, like not in the same way that something like a Gear should be or a Halo or whatever. No. Um, So I had that stuff down. Um, I've got another point for the Xbox itself. Like um, they've got better, but obviously it launched with the Kinect. And then just for me, I really don't like the Xbox dashboard. I know you just like sang its phrases before, but I just think it's so clunky and it's like, it's kind of slow. It's unresponsive. And like, it's just... I oh, it's
2: Like a system, man. Right. Like i Josh is nodding.
1: An... He's the thing. He's nodding. This is something that it may be very
3: personal. That I can't wrap my head around. There is <laughs> there are certain things about certain interfaces. Net- I have this with Netflix and Netflix Xbox is bad, One, yeah. where I look at it and it makes me sad. Yes. It Doesn't make me feel <laughs> comforted. When I when I boot up the PlayStation Four, and I get this like lovely blue hue and I get like the nice sounds. I'm like, oh, I'm really cozy playing this. I don't know why. It's obviously a very subjective thing. Mm-hmm. But when I'm scrolling through Netflix, I feel a bit sad. Netflix well, is horrible. Netflix yes, is Netflix horrible. is complete
1: horrible. toss. I think it's worth saying as well with the Xbox One that the design team that did the 360 didn't do the Xbox One. They gave it to a completely different wing of Microsoft or whatever, Xbox, um, which made no sense, but you could tell. Like, I think they just wanted, like, this different, like, approach. Oh, it's a new generation or whatever. Um, and obviously they had to, initially it was like, it can't run without the Kinect. You need voice yeah. commands. And then everyone went, well, F that. And went, oh God, okay, we'll take the Kinect out and maybe we'll get it off the ground. Um, but yeah, my whole thing is that every month it rolls around and it's like the new games with gold are out. Where the hell are the games with gold? on X- where, where are they on the Xbox oh, dashboard? Okay. They are not there.
2: The store is yeah no the store. is... It's really not on the, really the store hard. page. It's right. not on the
1: homepage. page no,
2: you've got to go. you got to go in. you got to go to the store, which is you've got to press your bumper until you get yeah, to the store, yeah store. Yeah. and then you go to store, and then you go to deals, and then you go to memberships, and then you click on games to gold. That's insane. It's, it's uh, it's not very clear. That's
1: insane. But like
2: you can get there.
1: Well yeah, well yeah, you can get to like the North Pole if you're like determined <laughs> enough. It's not a thing. Like it. Sometimes you'll be you'll get lucky and it'll rotate it through on one of the adverts on the homepage. Oh god, there yes. it is. It's there <laughs> for this month, but next month it might not be. And uh, and I just I, yeah they, for me. they never got the actual feel of using an Xbox down like I there is enough there to sort of like in a functionality sense but like in terms of what you're accessing but I just thought the actual feel of it is like the most clunky ass thing
2: I'll tell you what I'll give you that completely (laughs) I've had problems with the games of gold thing I like the actual setup of getting Mm -hmm. to your game and uh, pressing Pressing yep. the my voice just broke. Um, pressing the uh, like Xbox button and getting the like pop up panel which has yes. everything you can get to. That's really neat and nifty. But um, it yeah. took them
1: like three years to do that though. There was like snap functionality nice. for a while. It is nice, <laughs> but that's the thing. They just went back to doing what was on the 360 again, like the universal yeah. home menu. Yeah. Um, so that kind of stuff is a bit. It could have been a lot better. And you're saying like it feels weirdly off putting when you first got it Yeah, it's it like, just an industrial it. kind of feel yeah, to exactly. it. Exactly. I get all of the uh, the
3: genuine clunkiness with the AI, but also just the feel of it makes me sad.
1: I know what it is. It's Go on. It's, it's cause it's Windows ten. It's the Windows ten yeah interface where it's like here's some block color shit. I can say shit we're not on YouTube anymore. <laughs> it's <laughs> and, um, oh,
0: no. It's bad. I bet he gets
1: wrong for that later. Yeah. Probably, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's that whole thing where I just think that the general feel to using it is bad. So that's the end of, of the things that I've got for the major negatives. Does anything stick out to you guys as being major negative that I've missed out?
2: Oh, I, no, I have a big soft spot for Xbox. Okay. Well, I, like the, I, I like Josh's point about the music, actually, just to bring it back mm. to the interface, because... The PS4 music is comforting. It's mm-hmm. nice. You put it on and you're like, ooh ooh <laughs> oh. I mean, I mean, it's sparkly forest. The Xbox like, it's like ooh. No, the on, PS4 music? Oh yes. Because okay, the Xbox good. One is just dead silent. So I turn it on. It's yeah. Like, I have. Like, as <laughs> <it, like, laughs> you click on things.
1: It's just yeah, the cold like corporate face of Microsoft trying yeah. to get you to play their games. Um, but that's a nice pivot into the things that went well because I think that this mm-hmm. helps us prep for the way that they're going to go next gen. Um, but stuff that went well this generation is Game Pass, um, which yes. is just like you pay one monthly fee and it's like here's a shitload of games. Um, said shit again saying it again and it's like <laughs> here's everything from the original Xbox to 360 the new stuff all their new exclusives are just there I mean I tried Sea of Thieves because it was on Game Pass that was like their first big game that launched on Game Pass yeah. um, I don't know if you guys have given it a shot or not like them Game Pass thing. or Sea of Thieves uh, you never bought Game Pass
2: they give, give, the Game Pass they give you a free month they give everyone a free month for a bit and then you can earn another free month mm-hmm. and that sort of thing I think but yeah I tried it for the free month and had a great time played that Twisted Sister game loads which I always end up up the Gianni Sisters Twisted something it's a do you have plaque. any idea
3: what you're talking about no it's a big Good.
2: platformer where you run around and you do little systems anyway I'm not
1: sure that's real I don't think that is it's real it's on the but Game Pass
2: go and play it is it though yeah. because I
1: think you might have made it up but, but not to worry yeah the, the whole idea though of just you pay one fee and it's like here's access to a whole archive like I finished DMC5 and went back to the I thought I'd just look for the 2013 mm. one and it was just on there Yeah. and it's like Jedi Academy's on there the old Star Wars games are on there um, and I think that's one of the only parts of the Xbox brand that have done has done very well mm. um, and is like promising for the future um, another thing down I've, I've got down is cross-platform um, Cross-platform? Yes, cross-platform play. Mm. Um, Because they partnered with Nintendo and sort of did the Fortnite cross-platform stuff. Do you guys care about cross-platform? Because I don't.
3: Um, Kind of, uh, in a way. Like, not when it comes to specific multiplayer games. Mm. But I like these rumours of Microsoft teaming up with um, Nintendo to deliver Xbox Live on, like, a Nintendo Switch system. That Mm. seems insane. It does, but I would get it. You know what I mean? If you have that synergy, if you could somehow... Yeah, I would, Mm. because I... my PS4 is my main system, and I want to boot up those other consoles. I right. play the Switch quite uh, regularly, but I barely at all play um, the Xbox. But right. if I could somehow Same. get a synergy between them and make them into one great super system
1: that I could share, <laughs> then I'm here. Like for- the old PS2 supercomputer that was like 50 things put together almost started World War 3 exactly Yeah, like that. that's a good room you should look it up but um, yeah I mean I did the whole cross-platform thing I like the idea of them branding it in a way where it's like Nintendo versus Microsoft or Sony yeah. versus whatever it's like fight for your team and all that kind of weird console war type 90s shiz
2: but Sony are never there is the thing I feel mm-hmm. like the way that Xbox like appears Xbox appears like a big family nice like give you a hug like welcome comp- Xbox does yeah come can play your games whereas Sony are like give us money or give us death like they don't <laughs> like pro- cross-platform things whereas Nintendo oh, that's true. And yeah. Nintendo and Xbox are always like yeah Let's go play. Let's do things for games. I think for Sony's like, no, you're gonna pay me. You're gonna like. We're it. in
1: the lead, and you get if you want this, yeah. you're gonna have to cough it up. I think um, that's only the case I think on Microsoft's side because they are so far behind that they need to be nice. Yeah. Um, I think Nintendo's overall like vibe has always been that yeah. that's Nintendo's not like rounded kind nice. of approach. But um, yeah, but they seem to be approaching stuff like that and to like certain you know something like Fortnite or Rocket League, like you know you can cross platform them on everything now. Yeah. So it seems to be maybe the way that the industry is going overall. Um, another thing I've got down is backwards compatibility. Yeah. Mm. Which, like, I remember when they came out at E3, I think it was 2016, and just said, we're going to do backwards compatibility on... We're just going to do it. Like, because initially it was a thing they weren't ever going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but have you guys gone back to older stuff or do you like the idea of yeah. playing a legacy of stuff?
2: Because you can put in your old discs and then it just downloads the thing for you as well. So I mm. put, like, my Xbox um, 360 collection on there and stuff, like, and I had a great time because it just puts it... It's all in one place. Yeah, so a digital library But You don't have to have it installed and you can go back to it at any time because it, it, it stores it for you. So mm. I think it's it's such a... A good and again, player orientated idea that mm-hmm. it's like it should be on all the consoles. Mm-hmm. But Nintendo have their own library as well, don't they? We-
1: yeah, they, they seem to be intent on making people pay for the same game over and over and over again. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like the Nintendo Switch Online, the new service, is mm. hopefully the last time we'll have to do it because you'll mm. finally own the license for that game if, if that's the way that they do it. Yeah. But um, in terms of backwards compatibility, like initially it wasn't going to be that, like it, it was assumed that it's not going to be very viable. Mm. Um, but when they put as uh, was Black Ops 2, they put back on sale. Yes. Um, and it went back into the top yeah. 10. Um, and it's just sort of like okay like there is like a bit, you know you can't make money off old games again um, but I like that I like that approach like it's, old school stuff it's like the only reason well not the only reason but
3: it's mm. what I usually boot up the Xbox for if I mm, want to go back right. and play an older game like I went back and played Far Cry 2 oh. and I'm about to go back and play Oblivion that's what I'm going to go back <laughs> oh, yes. and play potentially this weekend I was actually uh, asking box is
1: it is I think so Ooh. I hope it is I'm pretty that's sure cool. it is um, I mean I've bought a whole bunch of like older stuff as well like, they, like I said the Jedi Academy game mm. like 2003 or whatever mm-hmm. hell that came out um, and like there's, I think. Halo 2 and stuff is, like, backwards compatible there as well, and um, even though it's in the Master Chief Collection as well. Yeah. Mm. But, like, yeah, I think that their approach of saying, like, this is Xbox overall and all your memories, you can just play those memories yeah. again. I'm kind of waiting for all the companies to do that. That's but, it. I mean, yeah. like... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. Plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
3: Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. you can easily criticize Microsoft for only having a console like you want to go and play legacy um, sort of software mm-hmm. like it's not really a good look that I want to go back only to play oblivion on like mm. a brand new console but <laughs> when it's taken into account with the stuff they're doing with crossplay, and Nintendo and the game pass mm. they are sort of pitching the Xbox and Microsoft as a whole as kind of like a platform rather yeah. than like a single yeah. year system like you can get these experiences and a full legacy and a wealth of experiences across a multitude of different kind of services which and that is also not something that Sony definitely doesn't have. Mm-hmm. And I think this is very much them forming the
1: groundwork for what they're going to do I wonder how much they had generation. to lead into that this gen because they just didn't have the exclusives
2: that's the thing though yeah. because they have lent into it and because like I know I've just earlier literally pied off Halo and Gears 4 and said it's time to die <laughs> but like their, um, their their thing with with carrying on like they, they are a persevering brand as so they have room to come back again mm. because of all this thing where they can just go right we're going to lean back on this legacy stuff but mm-hmm. we're still going to be here in 10 years time from all of this stuff well, I so, think I'm respecting it isn't it like yeah
1: I think that's how they tick both boxes though because it's it's like Halo and gears had their time. They were two of the mm. biggest franchises of the two thousands. Like, yes, you can do new installments, but they're never going to reach the height that Halo three was. Yeah, yeah. Like shutting down Times Square when it was on launch day and stuff <laughs> yeah. like. You're never going to get back to that. But like, if you can put that game disc back in and just play mm. it again, then like that lets them kind of do both things. Yeah. Um, in terms of other things that went well, <laughs> I was trying to pick out Microsoft franchises that did well. Um, and <laughs> Forza's doing pretty well, but yes. the main Forza games so. not as much because Forza Seven was roll the dice for your loot box and get an exhaust. It was sh- sh- bad. And then Forza Horizon yeah. though you're is right, brilliant. I can't <laughs> say it. You like to bleep it. I can't do it. You've got to use other words. It was poppycock. It was bad. But um, the main, main main Forza games sort of went off the off the boiler, let's say. Um, but the Horizon games are great. They're like mm. the nearest thing to like a burnout sequel kind of thing. Um, and Cuphead I've got down here as well. And yep. I guess there'd be oh, Ori in the Blind yeah. Forest. Yeah. yeah. So there are some memories associated with positive Xbox stuff. So there's, it's all
3: Yeah, there's still stuff there. Like Forza, like you said, is mm-hmm. still selling really well. There's just not the consistency with it. Like mm-hmm. Cuphead, Ori, all of those games are really, really fun and I think will come to define the Xbox One mm. as we sort of look at it retroactively, mm-hmm. but it's just the it's just consistency of the experiences mm-hmm. and the fact that
1: AAA has obviously let them down quite a bit. That's the I weirdest think. thing if you if I ask the question now, like, what games like, <laughs> like if you personify the Xbox One like, what is even... Sunset Overdrive. <laughs> like, there's, there's not a mm. whole lot. Honestly, for me, I think it's Cuphead. Nice. Yeah, yeah maybe it's it is Cuphead. Head. I remember when they try to like hang the Xbox One X's reveal on that, because mm. they had nothing else that was ready. It was oh, just sort no. of like, look at the 4K graphics on this 2D thing. I like, just really love yeah. them. I
2: just want them to do well. Like, uh, honestly, I just want to <laughs> hold them and say it's okay. Like, y- your time will come again. Yeah. Like, that's it. I
3: think it's fine to sort of write off this generation now for them. They mm. obviously got off to well, a yeah, bad start, and they've tried. <laughs> Phil Spencer has done a. He's done a pretty good job of trying to write I the ship of things have gone wrong. The cancellation of Scalebound, the complete travesty that was Crackdown 3 and Unusable those console delays. Itself. But what they are getting in place now with all of these business uh, decisions and all of like the the, the studios they've acquired. They've just mm. acquired a load of great Stop stealing my studios. notes for the Sorry, future, Scott, I can't see <laughs> them. I'm getting there this soon. Alright then, segue after this. We'll okay. segue after this. So they, they are planning <laughs> for the future. I think it's fine to write off what they've done now yes. and just yeah. be like okay okay it's fine you know the the generation's winding down anyway show us what you've got next
1: I kind of wonder at what stage of this gen they had to just accept that mm-hmm. um, where like you know the, the first party surf or like, the exclusives just weren't coming together and it's like actually bin this off and we'll come back next time I
2: tell you what it's remastering Skyrim from 2011 mm. and, like, and having to have that as their tent pole like lean on it yeah, but yeah. It, that, again that and not even just them but like it is it, weird it, ugh, I keep just making noises because I keep thinking <laughs> of mine, but, like <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think that, I mean if that that is a noise that exemplifies their yeah. approach to this generation, yeah. it's just kind of like Bleh, maybe kind of um, something else. I got down as something that went well this generation um, was the adaptive controller, which I just <laughs> love the idea of because you think about like you know anyone who's like remotely disabled or anything mm. like they just it's a sector of the industry that never gets approached and like Microsoft took that step forward. They put yeah. so much money into R and D, um, and apparently the adaptive controller is like brilliant. Like regardless of like any sort of ailments you might have or whatever, mm. you can just pick that up and get into games. Mm. Um, and I think that that's like an, an, an a part of the industry that like, just needed to be fixed, needed to be sorted. Mm. Um, and so apparently, yeah, the adaptive controller, like, you know, Sony doesn't have an alternative. Nintendo certainly doesn't. Yeah. So it's like, um, you know, there's potentially, like, going forward, that'll be something that the other company should weigh in on as well. Can you Sorry. remember HoloLens? lens? <laughs> OK, so when I was researching <laughs> this, um, yeah, we actually did an article a while back on, like, ways the Xbox One is secretly beating PS4 and Switch. And it was all these sorts of things, like these mm-hmm. infrastructural things. And one of them was HoloLens. Um, and, yeah, so I do remember that was their attempt at VR. And then what were you going to say? So though? Because... Just remember it. Like, it's, it seems like, again, like Microsoft
3: have... Flaunted so many different potential things mm. over the past few years, and very few of them have actually come together. Mm. Like Hololens, that was I got a big showcase at one of their E3s, I yep. think, and then haven't seen it since. Don't yep. know what's happening with that. <laughs> it's kind of like the cloud technology with Crackdown again. I don't want to pin it all on Crackdown, but they mentioned it as if it was going to be the next big thing. Hasn't been talked so about well. Crackdown since. really
2: upset you, like you played it a lot. Crackdown is Look, like Ash. I was looking forward to Crackdown.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> that game was so good on the last generation too. Yep. Like, all they had to do was like reskin it and do it better or whatever, but. Yeah, so we can move into the um some of the future stuff. The uh, the first thing I've got down is that the new Xbox is getting revealed at E3 is Diskless, um, which is one of two SKUs. What? The other one's yes, have you not seen these no, things? Just the way, uh, disc, di- discless Diskless
2: system. Oh, dis- oh, oh yes. no Disc. Okay.
1: So they they're, they're going full in on the game pass side basically yeah. so it'll, Ooh. I know. But it's not the um it's not the only Xbox. There's gonna be mm. two. So you've got like yeah. you've got the Diskless one, which will have Game Pass and assumedly some massive couple of terabyte hard drive to just yeah. store everything. Um, but that's their sort of plan play for that side of it and then the other Xbox which apparently like I forgot what its code name is, um, but that one's going to be the the super powered one. It's
2: Maverick and Anaconda, isn't it? Because I remember Anaconda.
1: Yes, I think Anaconda's the biggin, and I think Maverick's the little smaller. Ma- of course, Anaconda
2: it is. Anaconda don't want don't want to know Hans, Hans, storage, I mean, hun. <laughs> yeah,
1: good and bad that, but definitely something that's coming. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess when you think of that? They're moving completely into at least trying one of their main SKUs being totally digital.
3: Well, I like the idea of them diversifying their mm. hardware. Mm. They've already done that, and Sony have this generation by having the iterative uh, Xbox One X. And- Mm-hmm. The PS4 Pro and the Xbox One S and the regular Xbox One and the uh, Xbox with Connect and everything else. It's like buying so, a
1: phone. <laughs>
3: it's just it is, like just give me the one that works. Exactly what it is, which yeah. is scary. But I think more options are better. Mm-hmm. And I think if you there may maybe people out there who right now, like you guys were saying, only boot their Xbox up for Game Pass to see mm-hmm. what's on there. So mm-hmm. then you would just want this kind of cheaper, cheaper version where you can just get that content, and then mm-hmm. there'll be obviously people who are after the world's powerful cons- most powerful console and will want to spend a bit more yeah. side. I don't think options are necessarily bad and it helps mm-hmm. Microsoft as a whole not pigeonhole themselves into I would, one specific thing.
1: I would love it if they get like the Disco system new mm-hmm. Xbox like call it I guess it's literally just called the Xbox all digital edition. Mm-hmm. It's like okay nice oh. rolls off the tongue <laughs> but like fine um, if they redesign the dashboard so it's like it's nice and smooth and yeah, you have you access to like dashboard but they, they need to they make need it pins. work though so. it needs to work get, maybe mm-hmm. make, even totally make the pins work but like do something where yeah. like you know you turn it on and it's like every month it's like here's your games with gold here's like the new the new games that got added to Game Pass and everything mm-hmm. downloads. Re- Fast and if they maximise the whole, um you know, when you sort of something installs for a little bit and you can play it before the rest of it's yeah, installed. Yeah. If they maximise that tech, then you know you have access to a huge library really fast. Mm. And if it's discless, then maybe everything just works a hell of a lot. faster I tell faster. you
2: what would like sell it for me with this whole digital thing is mm-hmm. if they did it like a Netflix account where you have an account on uh, your Xbox Live thing and five other people can sign up and play mm. all the games that you have and that you've paid for and downloaded. And I wouldn't even mind if the price of games went up to compensate for that as well. Ooh, but like,
1: don't say that too loudly. No, but
2: I, mm. I wouldn't. If if something costs like seventy ish which isn't that far up from a game now but yes. Three to five people can play it and put, mm. chip in on it to have it on this one account. Then
1: maybe, yeah, got like a shared revenue program would yeah. be a hell of a thing. Um, and speaking of um, accounts, though, like because you mentioned Cloud Tech before, they have like brought that stuff back. It's called X Cloud. Um, so this is the this is one this is where it gets weird, but in a, in kind of like a cool way. So the move that Xbox has for next gen is to become an app, to become Netflix, ostensibly mm-hmm. to become like a service that you access everywhere. Mm. So like uh, it'll be obviously be dependent on country because you have to have like you know different countries have different infrastructures. As as far as Wi-Fi is concerned the average signal and all that kind of stuff signal strength um, but xCloud um, the idea is that you would like you could log in on your phone you could log in at home or whatever and st- it would, everything would stream in um, and I think that's a hell of a an idea like treating mm. games as like well it's literally games as a service but in yeah. a way that might actually yeah. be good oh, that not. old
2: phrase that old <laughs> phrase
1: <laughs> gas but yeah I think um, if they did this like but the thing for me is I don't see myself playing Xbox games on my phone like on the train no nor do no. I but then I would, again I don't watch Netflix on my phone it depends
2: so. like because I'm always like oh but Xbox mm. um, but if it was stuff like Ori and Cuphead and all that sort of thing mm-hmm. that does lend itself a bit better to like iPad-y phony sort of play if it's platformers but like you wouldn't want to boot up like a big AAA 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 game are you saying like a battery a big AAA game and try and play it on your mobile because that's just in. Yeah, that,
1: yeah that's what I just that's, that's it yeah. but that thing though it's like what are they going to do for like processing power and what like what quality game are you getting and then it's like well how much do the physical consoles even matter anymore mm. if the one you can stream in is from some hub that plays it better than ever or makes it look better than ever <laughs> yeah but you're I just mean, playing a video feed really <laughs> like they're just it. streaming it?
3: I, I, it's definitely not there yet but no. it's indicative that we are seeing a lot of companies not just Microsoft moving towards that obviously Sony's PlayStation now isn't great but it's kind of doing that and mm. my uh, Nintendo have done it with Resident Evil Seven—that stream only in Japan,
1: but yeah. Yes. That, but though, like the, the, another thing to uh, take note of is on the PlayStation side, the mm. latest firmware update, you can stream stuff to your phone. Like you've got to be within a certain radius, but you can play Red Dead on your phone. And it—I uh. don't ever want to use touch controls, well, but like, me, it's thinking weird. It's about it, like, but think, like, well, yeah. I'll just say the examples they have there is like uh, it just streams the feed in, and it's like one to one. There's no delay or no lag, assumedly. Um, and so, like, but the way that it does the control scheme is it's just overlaid on top of the screen. So mm. like L1 and R, like L1 R1, the back triggers are just like two buttons at the top of the your phone screen uh, so you're like tapping all of it I just kind of
2: hate kinda that like to be honest your phone yeah you're
1: sort control. of like playing it like a keyboard it's just like it's kind of weird
2: i tell you
3: what though I hate the idea of playing any of these games on my actual Same, phone yeah. but it said they released a, a peripheral or a handheld mm-hmm. that you could stream it to and mm-hmm. it had actual buttons mm-hmm. that is great because I like the idea of games becoming more portable and more mm-hmm. accessible mm-hmm. because I that's what I love about the Switch. I never play Switch in dock mode. I'm always on the couch and just playing it there. Right. and I love like the size of it, it just feels about right. So if I can mm. get something like that for my PlayStation or for my Xbox, mm-hmm. I want it. I don't uh, want to play it on it phone, needs, but I want
2: to it needs a Chromecast. Like it just needs yes. to plug yes. yes. in and then you can do it as a projector, but take your remote wherever, like within like a, a ten meter radius, or I don't know how big that is, isn't it doesn't sound very big. I don't but know. But like um, mean... enough radius where you can sit in the other room, project the screen onto like a wall or something, right, and right. then be able to play it like that. Can mm-hmm. you remember when um
3: oh, I think it was Sony who had the PlayStation TV or whatever it was yes. where well, all you needed was a DualShock 3 or maybe mm. 4, 4 and then you could just uh, like you could just 3. jump in and kind of play it was rudimentary it didn't quite work but mm. that idea mm. as a concept is something absolutely worth well, I mean, exploring I think
1: as far as I know their connectivity is Bluetooth and you can pair Joy-Cons to a phone so I think you can pair a DualShock to a phone so it's mm. like you could mm. potentially make it work that way um, but like yeah sitting on, your, on the train or on the bus or whatever streaming Red Dead 2 in as yes. you've connected your controller oh. to your phone like have, ah, the control- I don't know. have
2: the controller have the projector in it So you hold the controller. Someone with a projector yes. all the projectors. And it projects it in front of you in like a 3D thing, so you can sit on the train <laughs> and just spray it in someone's face, and you will be like, "Whoa, I'm playing Red Dead." Here. Everyone's
1: just watching you playing Red Dead. Yeah, literally. I, just, I don't want people watching my, my footage, but oh, what uh, are you
2: doing in Red what Dead? What are you doing, Scott?
1: Not something that I want the whole world to see, especially in an enclosed space. Where just I'm to get sit all next the to baths, them. don't you? That's what you do. Uh, you go, baths. On, you go to the houses and you
3: get a baths and you, you get say, and say, yeah.
1: yeah. I want both hands, <laughs> oh, and then do it again. Oh no. Anyway, it's
2: that man who's in the the man in the. Oh, the Go man, on. the, the man, man is in the stables with his trousers around his ankles and a sheep.
1: Wait, well, yes.
2: <laughs> what? That's like a hidden, hidden I haven't hidden found point. this man.
1: But I also don't ever want to so it's fine. <laughs> um, the next thing I've got down is um, that they've been buying up studios. Like mm-hmm. they uh, bought Obsidian and, and Igna- mm. in exile. And and in exile. And in and and exile. In exile. E- e- um, it's, don't, don't even e- try. E- e- and in exile. Um, because um, the Outer Worlds which is like Obsidian's like ongoing RPG when they got bought is still mm-hmm. coming to PS4 but after that it'll be Microsoft exclusive. Assumedly. Yeah. So, like, that's a massive thing for the next gen. Like, you have, like, kind of the fan favorite RPG developer only making stuff for Microsoft. So, Ooh, there I is see, that.
2: what if they spurt all their good ideas on Outer Sparky. Worlds and then it's only all, like, rubbish stuff afterwards and oh, giving it away? I'm saying you've got one of the best track records no, in the business. It's going to be amazing, but I'm just worried for Microsoft because mm. they've got this big, like, reputation at the moment of being a bit duddy So, I hope it's not <laughs> a bit, like,
1: they are a bit duddy at the minute. I think, um, yeah, I think their, their three prong attack is like Disless System, all mm. digital streaming, Game Pass, and then Exclusives on the other side. Yeah, um, if they can bring it all together. Um, also, they've been uh, setting up new studios as well. Which um, there's a whole bunch of them, but the one that I picked out was uh, they're called the Initiative, which I hate the name Ooh. of. Ooh, they it's always fine. have
2: those very official. Yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah. yeah. Where's the initiative from? That's from a game, isn't it? Probably
1: every video game, to be yeah. honest. I mean, what game doesn't have an initiative in it? Uh, to
2: be fair. But anyway, so
1: the, the thing to be excited about um, but these guys is that they're they're pretty much a super team of devs. Like um, they just put a video out very recently, um, which is treats it like a superhero roll call, where it's like this person works in. Arc, and this one's from Square Enix and this mm. person's from Rockstar and this person's from Activision or whatever and it's like the, assumedly that would then you know there's so much talent <laughs> in that room oh. that like maybe Power <laughs> rings
2: in the middle yeah it's <laughs> literally like you know
1: power up or whatever so yeah that seems to be something that like they're putting big stock in, in new first party studios and um, which is good to see because mm. Sony's doing the same thing they have a little secret studio in San Diego but like no yeah, one knows do. what they're working on yet ooh is it Uncharted rumours are Uncharted 5 but does anyone want Uncharted 5 yeah. different podcast, but another, maybe
2: another do you care because it's an extended series thing go yes. on well, go there you go. No, just, oh, just not, that. I'm gonna drop another one. In? No, that was the comment. Do you Mass care? Effect, do you man. care because it was good in the day or like is it? It's not. Oh, I think Uncharted
1: 4 is like the best, one of the best, like newer sequels that kind of recontextualize its its original. Well, there
2: we go. They got the right idea. Then.
1: Well, maybe they do. But They're It's not, an an Xbox dog. It's not like Naughty system. Dog doing it though. So there is that. <laughs> so yeah. So the next the last thing I've got down um, is just the continued backwards compatibility, which we've already kind of covered. But like, I guess the the final question is just: Do you see them going forward with this idea that you're buying into Xbox the same way you buy into Netflix? You're buying into to a catalog more mm. than whatever the latest thing is. Yes. Do you think that's a good enough? Thing but for them I don't to think have? it's going to sustain them for another generation because I right.
3: think everyone's going to start doing this. I think you're going to get that mm. from Sony where mm. they start um, appealing to that crowd. I think even Nintendo. I mean, maybe who knows what the hell Nintendo's Nintendo? Nintendo makes do. the Backers most sense, it. and they just and they just, won't just don't do it. it. Like just, <laughs>
2: just
1: put all the Mario Brothers in one place. It's yeah. not
3: hard. But Sony isn't going to miss a trick on that again. No. They're absolutely going to double down on that. So I think Microsoft will as well. But mm-hmm. if that's going to maintain retain maintain retain be, and then maintain yes retain and then maintain to be a unique selling point for mm. them i doubt it i think they will go ahead with it but it's not going to define the next yeah. generation
2: i think you've got um sony or have oh my god my words it's okay. sony have a uh, like a head start, not a leg start. <laughs> but, uh, Sony have a head start in the um, industry right at the moment because mm-hmm. everyone's going, "Whoa, they're so amazing!" And Xbox have some making up to do. First is the things they've got to come out the gates, absolutely smashing it mm-hmm. for everyone to go. Okay, maybe we'll travel back over here and see what this is. I think is. you'll
1: see a lot of um, like fan-focused stuff on the Microsoft side, mm-hmm. where it's just sort of like, I mean, you've already got Game Pass, but I just I think a lot of their deals will encourage people to just. Yeah. They'll have a drastically that, that discless system that'll be so cheap, yeah, because it's just and then plus as well with Game Pass, like you can buy a cinema ticket right now and you'll get a Game Pass free trial. Like, they're getting it in Mm. front of people as much as possible. Um, So, yeah, I don't think it'll maybe, like, sustain across the whole gen, especially when everyone starts to do it. Um, Because on the PlayStation side, they've already invested in, if you believe, the patent that leaked, um, full-on emulation of every disc across the last, you know, everything that we've got so far. So, maybe... Maybe. It's going to happen. I'm excited. I, yeah. I mean, I hope that that's what we get. So yeah, I'm pretty excited and I guess we'll just see how it goes forward. But for now, this has been the What Culture Gaming Podcast. You guys can find us on social media. I'm on Twitter at at slash LP89. Mr. Josh Brown, where are you? I'm on Twitter at Josh Brune with two O's. And Ash, where
3: are
2: you? I'm everywhere. But I'm on Twitter at Ash, Ash Milman. Two L's in the Milman. You just have to make it <laughs> hard.
1: Why do you have to make it so hard?
3: That's true. My name.
2: You're I
1: mean, I'm slash lp89. It's like,
3: what even is that? that? Is, you know what? When I first started this company, <laughs> and I had to try and search to follow you on Twitter. I, I was like, I know it's something. <laughs> my real something. name. I did that, and it didn't come up.
1: Oh, did it? It was though? the same with you, and because his is slightly different,
3: it didn't okay. work. Just get your name and your Twitter
1: handle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yes, it'll be at slash lp89, at Josh Brune and at Ash Milman. So yes. yes. Find us, yep. say things, and we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Cool.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.